This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Leicester Till I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. waiting for it but it was well worth it wasn't it I think it was 
What do you think? Craig in the green room. I don't know whether he's trying to do a Mexican wave or he's saying, <laughs> he's saying I sound all right or hello, I'm here. Ivan, good evening from Sierra Leone. You're getting me live. Well, I'll tell you what, a bit of time over the weekend, I didn't actually feel live. I'll tell you. Uh, yeah, the, 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 the nasty drink, the nasty drink, you know. Anyway, this is Lester Till I Die. Good evening. How the devil are you? Uh, we are live on. YouTube, Lester Till I Die TV. Please, please, please give us a subscribe. We would love you forever. Facebook, the group, Lester Till I Die. And if you're living on the Twitter sphere, it is at Lester TID. We've got them again. We've just beat them and we've got them again. And I'll tell you what, could have been better if the goalkeeper for Liverpool had stayed between the sticks. What the bloody hell was he doing up there, eh? Making it harder for us, that's what he was doing. Let's bring my chat to him in and say good evening, Craig. Good evening, Chris. Good evening, everyone. Am I still sounding like I'm sweating the toilet? You're, you're sounding uh, you're sounding a little bit like, you know, Rob Brydon when he does his man in a box. You're doing a very oh, good impression right. of that. Right. I don't know why. No. Maybe maybe you're just adding maybe you're just adding more talents. You're already my hero, Chris. So maybe you're just adding more talents to your uh, to your repertoire. Can't hear you at all now, so that's even better. I guess I, I I'm not sure if if the world is listening to you, Chris, and just and it's only me that isn't. No, I think it's only <laughs> oh, yeah. you. I'm going to put you on full screen. You do I sound normal or do I still sound echoey? You still sound echoey, but it may just be me. If anyone else no, can no, comment, that would be great. I want to say to you, you were there on uh, Saturday. Um, before we get into the, because it's like round two coming up tomorrow night. Yeah. Tell us, I'm going to put you on full screen while I have a little play. You go, you tell us what <laughs> With it was your like. speaker, I hope. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to do that on camera, am I? Tell us what <laughs> it was like to, to be there. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure lots of you. Um, you know, some of you may have been there, but lots of you were watching at, uh, at home on TV and hopefully, you know, surrounded with friends and loved ones or whatever. But uh, being there was was a privilege. Um, I know there was one point, if anybody was watching on BT Sport, when I did walk by 
um, somebody doing some reporting and, and give a little cheeky glance to the uh, to the camera. Um, so I was told by a friend anyway. Um, but it was just a, a, an, an amazing experience. Uh, just being in a ground for, for the first thing was and, and watching a football match was amazing. But what a great um, a great game to go back to. I was outside the uh, Wembley about three thirty or so. Uh, there was more Leicester fans, Chelsea fans. I think Chelsea fans turned up about with 10 minutes to go, you know, because it's such a, you know, they go there all the time. They're not really bothered anymore, I think. Um, but at one point you could hear the noise starting to grow as the, the buses arrived and all the Leicester fans walked around towards Wembley and the chants started up again. And there was a whole group outside um, the Sainsbury's that's right next to Wembley Stadium. And it was just constant singing of all Leicester songs. And it it was what you'd missed, you know, that uh, that noise just being the energy that was created by all these fans. And that's before we even got in the ground. Getting in the ground, you know, again, Chelsea were sort of almost invisible. And, and I've watched the game back since. Uh, and it was really interesting that I would say 90% of crowd shots were the Leicester end because that's where it was all happening. You know, our fantastic owners once more had given everybody scarves and hats uh, and made it a real carnival atmosphere. Whereas Chelsea, again, they've been there, I don't know what, five out of the last six finals or something. Uh, I think it's, they could be, you know, these, these bigger clubs, shall we call them for that's how they want to be described, become a bit blase getting to finals and things, but you know, First time in 52 years, we made the most of it. The, the lucky ones that were able to be there. And I really hope that that came across on TV, that the atmosphere that was created by the Leicester fans did come across. I don't think. I hope that sounds... Does that sound better? Yeah, much better. Really, yeah, I've got the wrong mic plugged in. Um, uh, <laughs> story in my life. My, my wife used to say that all the time. Um, but yeah, watching it on telly, who were missus, watching it on telly, I tell you what, it was like a home game because we could only hear the Leicester. I mean, what what Chelsea, what songs Chelsea was singing? I don't know, but all we could hear was was that was the Leicester fans. Yeah, I mean, if if Mastercard ever want to do one of those uh, adverts again, ending with the tagline "Priceless," being there was was priceless. Yes. And I, I know there yes. was a few people who didn't want to go because they were forced to go on coaches or whatever. But trust me, it was it was amazing, and I think. At the time, you could see how much the players enjoyed it. But looking back, I think that moment for the players and the staff and everybody was made more special by the fans being there. I mean, imagine lifting the trophy in an empty stadium. Yes, it's great that you've won, won the club. Uh, you've won the cup, but yeah. you know, showing it to the fans, being there, the same way that you know, I felt a little bit sorry for Liverpool when they, they finally won. I was going to say, League. if you want to know how that feels, ask a Liverpool player. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So the fact that the fans were there and it was that shared moment, you know, coming yeah. back together, the team and the fans, and it made it special for everyone. And as I say, I really hope that uh, it came across on the TV. And when I watched it back, it seemed like it was just full of Leicester fans. Yeah, yeah. Nice to see you got the shirt hung up behind you. Indeed. Hopefully the winner's one is on the way. So is that yeah, I'm gonna say is that the t shirt or the the Yeah, that's just the t that's the pre, that's the uh that's the aperitif. The 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 winner's one, the main course will be uh, arriving in due course. 
I think we've all I think we've all ordered that, haven't we? I I, I went online and I was something like seven hundredth in line to get into the yeah. shop. It I was, think the uh, money we raise from that will pay for Yuri Tielemann's new contract. I <laughs> and he deserves it. He deserves mm. it. Um, but you'll be able to have a before and after, you know. Oh well, well that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, can I just say that there are, and I did invite a couple of Chelsea fans on tonight, but surprisingly, they've both gone very, very quiet. Um, oh. I just don't know why, don't you know, but but I just say, you know, to, to put my um, my bullseye hat on, you know, behind Craig is what you could have won, you know. Yes, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> we're going to say good evening to David. Um, thanks for joining Hello. us, David. Uh, TM, yeah, I'm trying to forget I said this. Where you get what tattoo are you getting? Yeah, we'll worry about that next season. And what score did you predict, Craig? Funnily enough, thank you very much for asking. Um, <laughs> I went for a one nil. Yeah, yeah give, him, give him credit. He's the first one he's got right all season, I think, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> record than Steve Linux. <laughs> all I do is just wait till the important game comes along, Chris. <laughs> this is the one that matters. Exactly. <laughs> um, Craig, I don't need encouragement for some reason. I don't know what about what you encouraged him before. David, again, was it true that you really couldn't hear the Chelsea fans chanting, but Leicester was overwhelmingly much louder? Could you hear them in the stadium? Uh, not a lot. And I think, mm. um, cheers, Stephen, appreciate that. I think there's a there's a, a video doing the rounds at the moment, um, which is of a Chelsea fan filming himself and his mates yes. when they score. Yeah. yeah. If you if you want any idea of, of how loud the Leicester fans were, just listen to the end of that when that VAR decision is given. Yeah. Now bearing in mind that's in the middle of the Chelsea fans and it went deadly silent, and you can hear the roar from the other end of the stadium when yes. that decision came through. And someone, I remember, someone had put a caption on uh, on one of the videos where, where I saw that video. I don't know if it was Twitter or Instagram, whatever. They said, if you look closely, you can just about see the moment the guy's heart breaks. It's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody said there, it was good to be back in the stadium. You haven't put your name on and you're not mm -hmm. signed in, so we'll just have to call you Facebook user, I am afraid. I think, to be honest with you, Craig, let's just have a look at this again. <laughs> it's nice. a club one this one um yeah great moments i love that one of madison and fafana at the end um yeah. i mean you know yeah. there was, there, there, sorry there, there was a moment and and i've i've uh i've tweeted madison i i know he gets god knows how many tweets or whatever a day mm. so he may not see it but there was a moment it was barely caught on camera. It was only caught on a long shot. Everyone else who was at the game that I've spoken to didn't see it. But moments after the FA Cup was put on the plinth, Madison walked up to it, looked, peered into it, and then started doing his hair in the reflection. <laughs> now, no, I didn't see that. <laughs> I mean, it's typical Madison, but I just wanted, yeah. I, I wanted to confirm it to make sure that I wasn't dreaming that. But uh, it, it was typical Madison, and uh, it yeah, was a great it moment. Was. But the, you know, the day was full of great moments. Yeah, it was. And but it was and, and I've got to say, I thought afterwards, two cool or two show, however you pronounce it, I can't pronounce mm. it, but I thought he, he came across as a very bad loser. But I couldn't understand why, because normally before the winners get the medals, I mean I know they couldn't go up this time, but normally 
Although I don't see why not if there was if they didn't have any fans in that bit, it would have been safe to. But anyway, they normally have the losers go up, but they didn't seem to sort of hand the losers medals out. But I know he made their fan, their, their players, stop mm. there. Yeah. For whatever he said, and the word he used was out of respect for Leicester, mm. that that we should watch them collect the trophy. And I yeah. in, and I thought, you know what? Credit to you, total credit yeah. to you. No, definitely. Uh, you know, it's hard. You know, there used to be a phrase, you know, show me a good loser and I'll show you a loser. Uh, so it is hard to be yes. sort of humble when you've had that. But what I would say, I think with the, the losers medal, the runners up medals, I think they made the mistake of giving them to Daniel Amati to hand out. So, you know, I'm not sure. <laughs> they didn't. Not, <laughs> yeah. They, um, so that may be on the floor of the changing room with the pennant. Yes, yes, he he got a bit of abuse about that, so we'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll move on. Uh, Stephen has waited 137 years. That's almost as old as Craig, I'll tell you. Peter, yeah. <laughs> over the moon, I am, guys. You've got to love these uh, love these football sayings. You know? yeah. uh, David, totally agree with you here. The embrace between Brendan and Tot was absolutely priceless. The emotion in both men's faces was really touching. He saw that about Madison. Yeah, right. What I yes, saw. Sir. Top was in tears, wasn't he? Yeah, you know, and and I was sat there, and I'm saying to, I was sat with my son, and I think I may mention this yesterday to mm. you, but I'm saying, come on down, top, come on, you yeah. know, a bit like, <laughs> a bit like uh, Brucey on the prices yeah. rack, come on down, you know, um, and he, and then finally, Casper, I think, probably went to got him in an arm lock and dragged yeah. him down, and then Ian Wright came out with the classic words, "I am so jealous of this club." Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm I'm so pleased that Schmeichel went to get him. You know, he was probably reluctant because he's quite a shy guy. But those moments will stay with him forever. You know, of of, of really yeah. feeling part of it. And and it was noticeable that I, I watched um, the coverage of both at, at the end, and they all talked about Rio Ferdinand w was saying the same thing. Those moments after we got the cup were so special and a complete antidote to everything that had gone before in terms of the ESL and the way yeah. that owners and fans um, of those so-called bigger clubs, uh, the, the relationship that they've got. And this was a perfect antidote of everybody in the club from top to bottom. There was a great photo of all the backroom staff having, uh, having their photo taken and they were all together in that huddle showing that it's not just the players on the pitch, the yeah. whole club comes together to form success. He was and, jumping and, up and down with them, wasn't he? And they had they had the mosh. I mean, again, Schmeichel, he was in the middle of an interview, Casper. Um, yeah, he was. Yeah, Bardi. Bardi, yeah. And I love the BT guy going, as he's dragged off, he goes, well, that's the end of the interview, I guess. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and they're jumping up and down. And that's just, you know, it, it, it was literally 137 years of, yeah. you know, disappointment built up into that moment. Mm. And... Mm. um David, you're saying there, yeah, his excuses were pathetic. It's it's hard not to feel hurt when you've lost. But um, but the fact, as I say, to me, the fact that Tuchel made the team, his players stand there. Uh, I didn't see I didn't see any of them actually congratulating the Leicester players. Maybe that was off camera or whatever. But the fact that they were there and they stayed on the pitch and they watched, and I have to give I have to give him respect for that. We're yeah. going to say hello to uh, this is Luca's life. Hello, Luca. Uh, Arsenal fan there. Yep. Hey. 
you'll uh, one day that will be you again you will come back <laughs> don't worry um facebook use oh it's good to be magnanimous when you've won isn't it you know is that <laughs> i don't think i'm being magnanimous though no. um facebook use the watched in plymouth i'm still celebrating aren't we all stephen collins um top there with the cup saturday night i know jamie vardy slept with his medal on now, whether that was posed by Rebecca or not, I don't know. Yeah. Um, hi from Mad Jason. Now it's hi. football. And, and Pete, Pete Hyde says uh, from top to bottom. Um, yeah, just just great, great times. And when I was, I, I was taking the flags down uh, after the game because I'd got them all around. Uh, I got them here and I'd got them in the in the lounge when I was watching the telly with my son. It was like taking the Christmas decorations down <laughs> afterwards. You know? Well, wouldn't it be nice if if it was the same and you get to put them up each year, Chris? Well, that would be very nice. That would be very nice. I did actually once go out to um, to buy a Christmas tree. And the guy said, oh, you're putting it up yourself. I said, no, in the lounge. But anyway, <laughs> I said he should may, play may, I, may I draw your attention to the terms and conditions of Facebook, Chris? <laughs> Shh, don't worry, don't worry. Look, <laughs> that was part one. We have part two coming up. As it happens, these things always work out and we end up playing them again tomorrow night. I don't know if even if we've come, well, we must have come home, I'm guessing, you know, but uh, we're going to look ahead to tomorrow night's game straight after this. Leicester Till I Die TV, your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. Oh, yes, indeed. Um, it's like I say, it's like never been away, really, isn't it? Having them backing down to the old Stamford Bridge, uh, 8.15 tomorrow night for the TV. Um, it's on BT Sport, it's also on Radio 5 Live, um, LCFC Radio. If you are outside the um city boundaries and you want to listen to the uh, the ex players giving their uh, thoughts on the game, and BBC Radio Leicester. And uh, I know a lot of you out there sort of aren't necessarily fans of BBC Radio Leicester, but Ian Stringer, I do believe, ran down to, to Wembley to raise money for a charity. So well done to him. He he completed that. Um, it's going to be a bit, Craig, isn't it? Like we've poked the dog, really. It, it is. It's going to be a, a, a really tricky game. And um, much as I, I'd like to think we're going to get a result, and, you know, when we come to the predictions... It'll, uh, you know, you'll find out whether I think we will. But, you know, I, I, I don't think most people would be surprised if we if we did get turned over because, you know, they're they're, they're going to be up for it. You know, we'll we'll be up for it, but it's difficult to play again so quickly, even though it is such an important game. And again, it's a real test of Brendan and the players' mentality um, to to show that they really are a top team and. Uh, and can put that to bed very quickly. You know, it was great that they, they all said that, you know, they all said it in their post-match interviews. They can enjoy it. They were training again on, uh, on Sunday, I think. Um, so it's going to be a tough game and uh, you're right. You know, it is like, like poking the beast and, and we'll see what reaction we get from Chelsea. I was trying to read this here about what, what will happen in Europe now. Um, because it literally changes after every game. I mean, I don't know if you watch the West Bromwich Albion game against Liverpool. Uh, unfortunately, you know. I watched quite a bit of it, and, and particularly the ending. Yeah, I, I 
only saw the ending, and I, I've got to be honest, I'm thinking like, well done, West Brom, a draw is great. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it, for those of us that remember, it was up there with Jimmy Glass at Carlisle, wasn't it, that one? Yeah. you know? But It was. But, Apparently, it's the, the first header that any goalkeeper has scored in the Premier League. And if, if you take aside the fact that it's Liverpool and your feelings towards Liverpool... Alisson as a guy has not had the best of years and I can no. totally 100% sympathise with um, how how he feels and mm-hmm. kind of thinking, well done, lad, you know, yeah. and, you know, you could see when he's been interviewed after, it means so much for him. Yeah. Well, apparently now, um, here we go. Manchester City clinched the title. Yeah, we know that. City will be joining the Champions League group stage by Man United. That's guaranteed. The other two teams in the top four, uh, and the other two teams will join them from the top four. If City win this season's Champions League or United win the Europa League, there is no extra European place for English clubs. If Chelsea win the Champions League but finish outside the top four, they will also qualify for the Champions League group stage. Mm. FA Cup winners Leicester City have already qualified for the Europa League group stage. Um, they can still make the Champions League instead if they finish in the top four. Uh, the fifth place Premier League team. Are you following this? I'll be, I'll be, I'll be asking you questions afterwards. <laughs> the fifth, fifth place. We're all sitting comfortably. Then I will begin. The fifth place Premier League team will also qualify to the Europa League group stage, as will the sixth place team, as Leicester can finish no lower than fifth. Manchester City's Carabao Cup final victory means that. That competition's Europa Conference League place, which is UEFA's new tournament, will revert to the league, going to the highest-placed team not yet qualified for Europe. Chelsea and Liverpool could not finish lower than seventh, so are guaranteed the Europa Conference League place at worst. (laughs) All that clear? Yeah, I I think you forgot to take away the number you first thought of, Chris. (laughs) I mean, it's like... What the hell? You know, it's like, you know, it used to be a simple game, this football, didn't it? But, I mean, it's just, you need a degree in in whatever, you know, algebra, whatever, just to, to understand that. It's, it's going to be really interesting because I, I would imagine, let, let's say we go to the last game and, you know, if if Spurs... Need need points to finish in the Europa League. You know that's going to make it a lot more difficult for us because they will definitely want to, not want to finish seventh. I don't think anybody out of the so-called bigger teams want to be in that Europa Conference because it's just more games, and your prize for it is a place in the Europa League next season. It's not even yeah. you know it's it's not like you get into the Champions League. So. Yeah. I, I'm I'm not sure how many uh, how many people are going to actually want to be in that. To be honest, no. Brett's trying to make a oh, good evening, TM. Thanks for joining us. Not a Foxes fan. Um, who do you support, TM? Let us know. But I cried on Saturday. It was so emotional. We uh, we've become everybody's second team again, haven't we? We were yeah. during the, the the Premier League win. I, I felt we lost it a little bit when Ranieri was, was sat. We, we, we've got it back now. Brett Ahern, he's tried to make it very simple here. Win tomorrow, yeah. and we're in the Champions League. I mean, what more incentive do you need? And I'm going to show you this because I know you, you know I like my stats here, um, um, Craig. And we've got a Chelsea fan who's just commented, and he, he pretty much says this. Um, 
we haven't lost to them at the last five league wow. games, and you know we we haven't lost to them. Yeah, um, I'm not I'm not sure I want to look at any more of these to be honest because I remember you bringing one up um, when we did the preview show that we we'd been beaten seven times in a row in the FA Cup by Chelsea and then we went and won. So I'm not sure I want to see that kind of graphic anymore, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I mean, only you can blame uh, you can blame Ankit here um, yeah. for his for his comment. But yeah, it's true. You know, it's true. Yeah, they, they I mean, haven't it's, it's, you know, they haven't deal. beaten us, you know. Yeah. Um, and thanks for your congratulations, Ankit. Um, it, it it was a great day, a great day. Um, yeah. it, they are a different kettle of fish. They have got a manager now that knows what they're doing. But I saw nothing on on Saturday that we had to be scared of. Um no, not 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 really. Not in, in general, you know, they had a few moments um which they're bound to because they've got some fantastic players. And uh as much as Yuri will get the um all the plaudits for that for that for that amazing goal. I mean there was a mm. couple of great saves from Casper. The second one um hi Miss Melina the, the second one um, from Casper will be up there with Jim Montgomery's save uh, for yeah. Sunderland against Leeds. I think it was just it was just phenomenal. It was a it was a cup winning save. So, yeah. you know, it. I thought I thought we were pretty well matched to be honest. I thought they carried a bit more threat. We didn't have a lot of attempts on goal, um, but I think we were managing the game as best we could. At the end of it, they were always going to start throwing everything at us. You know, yes, yeah. if it had gone to it, if it had gone to extra time, it would have been interesting because they had virtually all of their attackers on the pitch, um, yeah. and we had all our defenders. So <laughs> yeah. I'm not yeah. sure. I'm not sure how it would have gone. But uh, a lot of people were saying that it was like, oh yeah, that 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 was like, oh my god, no. Um, yeah. Melina, good evening. Thank you very much for popping into mod again. Um, right. I have I've got some breaking news from Melina because she she may not have heard and she does like me to remind her. She says I must keep reminding her, Melina, we won the FA Cup. <laughs> just in case you've okay. forgotten. <laughs> but let's not forget, let's not forget, Chris, that Arsenal do still have an outside chance of getting into the Europa Conference League. So, you know, all to play for there. Go on, Melina, you can do it. You know what? What more incentive do you need? Um, oh, I'm actually talking of breaking news. She's got breaking news on Sky Sport. Harry Kane wants to leave Spurs. Is that kind? Of, I think we've kind of maybe known that for a while. He's been in talks with Man United, Man City, and Chelsea. Uh, three, three obvious clubs. If he wants to, I mean, he wants to win trophies. The guy doesn't. He? I mean, you know, we we compare Ben Chilwell, who left Leicester to win mm. trophies, with Luke Thomas, but Luke Thomas has got more trophies as a nineteen-year-old than Harry Kane yeah. has. However long he's been playing around, and he's going to want to. I, I don't blame him at all for leaving. Daniel Levy's empire is crumbling around him. I, I, I mean, I think it was uh, inevitable. Uh, the fact that they haven't got Champions League, you know that that's. You know, there's, there's no incentive for him to stay there. I think he's done as much as we can, and I think I, oh. I think that uh, talking of Spurs, um, yes. the uh, I think I think that team has got is now in a rebuilding um, state, and you know they they could be rebuilding for a for a few years when teams go through mm. it. You know, Manchester United had their their years, and Liverpool struggled as well. So it'll be interesting to see who they go for as a manager. 
but you know obviously bale will be gone kane goes it's then whether the rest of them want to hang around so it's going to be an interesting mm -hmm. time for uh for spurs but if they build correctly they can consolidate that mid-table spot i actually said this to melina who is not a happy arsenal fan at the moment um with what's going on and i said sometimes you have to take a step back to take a step forward i mean it does make me laugh that and i'm not saying not saying you here tm but generally i've, I've you know i've been on arsenal channels and, and and they're arguing amongst themselves not Molina, i have to say but other uh, places where, where, where fans are arguing and spurs fans are all sort of oh woe is me you know and, but you know you've you've not gone got relegated you're only you're still in the top half of the table it's not the end of the world sometimes we wouldn't be i don't honestly believe we would be where we are now if we hadn't gone down to the third tier yeah it's true and you know i remember the years when you know when they were regularly challenging for the top four what you always heard from arsenal and spurs fans was the most important thing was to finish above each other so you know, to be honest, that still exists. Whether you're ninth or tenth, one of you is going to finish above the other. So there's yeah. always that to play for. This is very true. Terry says we're a confidence team and that will help for tomorrow. It will. We are going in, obviously, I say, on, on the on the back of a win. Um, David S., what do you think about the potential of them changing formation and putting Rhys James out wide and then putting Thomas maybe under more pressure and at the mercy of his speed and crossing? I thought Thomas had a good game, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't think they'll change formation. I think what they may do is change the personnel in the in the positions because Tuchel came out and said, um, <laughs> um, that Tuchel came out and said that he, he, he kept his formation, mm. but um, he switched Aspilicueta and Rhys James because he was worried about Vardy and he wanted that extra uh, pace in the back three to deal with Vardy's threat. Yeah. So he can change that, you know, and he puts Reese James out and Aspilicueta. But then you've got to think that Vardy is going to look to exploit the space between Thiago Silva and Aspilicueta, neither of whom are the fastest. So he has a balancing act uh, to do. And um, with regards to the sunbed, uh, no, I'm just basking in the warm glow of an FA Cup victory, Rob. <laughs> He does. He's, he, 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 he's got that tan that you rub in. That's what it is, Rob. You know, and glad to see you drink a, a good drink there, Thatcher's. It's a good. It's a. It's, it's a. It's a good pint. It's a good pint. Um, Stephen Collins. I mean, I think Chilwell will start. To be honest with you, I don't know. He changed it for Chelsea when he came on. He obviously the first Casper save was from Chilwell. The goal, kind of, I'm not sure whether it went in off him or Wes in the end, but mm. you know, he he made the difference, and he's probably got to start. Uh, 36 possession. I think him, Sorry, I think him and Pulisic. Oh. I, I think I was yeah. very surprised that Pulisic didn't start. I think he's a fantastic player, um, yes. and he can cause us a lot of troubles because he, he he runs at you, and you know he tends to play down that side where uh, Soyuncu is. So you know we yeah. we know that Soyuncu can be a little bit erratic. So that, yes. that could be uh, interesting to say the least. Um, Melina, uh, <laughs> nice to see fellow foxes. She is, <laughs> Melina is an honorary fox fan. <laughs> what, uh, what she says, she's trying, she tries to deny it, but she loves yeah. us foxes. Tony, we should all go out, we should go out, or we should go all out tomorrow. It's easy for me to say, get Champions League qualification, then party against Spurs. Do you know what? 
no disrespect to Spurs, but that's our home game. That's when we're going to have fans in the crowd. That's when they will parade the um, the trophy. And yeah. it will happen to be in front of Spurs. It couldn't have worked out better that way, could no. it? You know. And by all accounts, you know, if, if what, uh, what Sky Sports are reporting is true, that's going to be um, Harry Kane's last appearance last in a Spurs show. Yeah. So uh, yeah. You, you can see what a trophy is about. Yeah, this is what you might win. Now you're moving, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, the last game between us, we looked at the recent form, was, of course, yesterday, the 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 1-0. The, the <laughs> um, just in case anybody's forgotten, <laughs> that was our mm. our last game. And it's funny how these things work out. I don't think we mm. get a, a guard of honour, do we, for the FA Cup? I don't think so. But somebody pointed something out to me yesterday, and I'm sure whether the... The, uh, the viewers can check this out, uh, whether it's true or not. Um, but somebody said that um, Kunvichai was 63 when he died. Yes, no, that is true. 63 yeah. when he died. And, and 63... the minute the goal went in was the 63rd minute. Yeah, I wasn't sure because we've always hung on to this 60th minute and we always sing in the 60th minute, don't we? But um yeah. And that that did make me stop and think. I've got to be honest with you. Um, mm. um, let's just have a look here, uh, Peter. I think Peter's getting a little bit excited here. We love you, Miss. Yes, well, Peter, you know, okay, you get banned. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Let, let, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> we got rid. Of, we got rid of Stefan for uh, for for similar. So let's not uh, just be careful, Pete. Um, no, uh, Brett, not saying we didn't have a good performance on Saturday, but we'll do a performance in the league. Let's pray it's tomorrow night. Um, Rory, good evening, Rory. Nice to have you along. Not seen you before. How are you doing? Don't forget to give us a bit of a subscribe if you are new. And like I said, I could be doing you a total injustice there, uh, and, and you're not. But uh, please give that little subscribe button in the bottom corner. Hey, bit of a bit of a click for us. Uh, where you are in Leicester this weekend, the scenes are mental. I don't live in Leicester. I've got to be honest with you. I'm, I'm on I'm on the south coast, but um, uh, they, they they were enjoying themselves at the KP, weren't they? They were. I, I didn't go down because I, I didn't want to risk being uh, mobbed by the seven people who watch. So I sort of decided <laughs> to stay in. Um, um, but no, I did. I saw some of the pictures, and it and it did look mental. And uh, it was good that the police decided to. Uh, not get heavy-handed with it. I think the same up in in Glasgow, uh, although they've they've come down quite heavy on them and said a few people are going to get arrested on the back of that. But yeah, it was a moment to to enjoy, and, and you can't really blame people for for taking to the streets and enjoying the moment. Yes, yeah, uh, I think he's already been dealt with there. Uh, hi, David. Um... Hope your tears dry up now. Yeah, well, just just about. I didn't know what to watch Saturday, Sunday Sunday afternoon, so I just watched the whole game again. You know, mm. um, he was yeah. I thought he was sixty because we mm. always did it in the sixtieth minute. He, I think, what it is, would he have been sixty three this year? Ah, Has it been maybe. three years? It, I think yes, that's what yes. it was. I think he that's would have been sixty three yeah. last year. Um, yeah. What a difference will Chelsea fans abusing Fardy make tomorrow? I think he does. He does thrive on it, doesn't he? And before he the game, there was an interview. Gary Lineker was interviewing mm. um, 
uh, Jamie Vardy, and he was saying about his celebrations, you know, the you know that one yeah. and all the others, and it was. He, he like he likes his little dig at the crowd, and he was saying with the with the uh, palace one and, and and the eagle that he was taking some stick. I think it was over uh, uh, over the misses, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's it's great, and and you know, yeah, you get annoyed if the opposition do it, but it's it's that sort of banter that uh, that we've missed, you know. And I'm, yeah. I'm sure. You know, it, most people take it in the, in the way it's meant, and and that's yeah. what we love about football, you know. I mean, I mean, it made me laugh that I was watching the BBC and um, the, the commentator was saying, you know, it's nice to hear fans booing. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, it was, and it's so much yeah. better than, than, than the fake noise, you know. Uh, Stephen's asking here, are you going on uh, on Sunday? Um, actually, I am. Um, yeah, I've... I've I've managed to get to because I got uh, I got my Wembley ticket through work, um, so I've managed to get a ticket for Sunday. And look, at, I've managed to uh, to get a ticket for my daughter as well because she was the one who missed out um, going to Wembley. She's a season ticket holder, and um, and it was it was terrible to be honest, uh, walking out the door and leaving us sitting there all alone. And uh, mm. she was feeling a little bit sorry for herself, but she did watch it with friends and really enjoyed it. But um, yeah. she's really looking forward to. Uh, going against Spurs and actually seeing the cup being paraded, so that'll be that'll be nice for her. And Stephen, Craig is becoming our uh, roving reporter. <laughs> you <know? laughs> Did you not see him live from Wembley on on the pre-match show? Um, I, I mean, obviously, you know, we, we you know you're there to enjoy the occasion, but if you can ever mm. pop on during the pre-match show. We we'd we'd love to see you down there and see the atmosphere yeah. and what have you. I was uh, um, when I, when I came on when I came on I was standing about ten feet away from Andy King, who was right. um, who was down there with just some just some friends enjoying a beer, uh, mixing in amongst all the Leicester fans like everyone else. Well, why didn't you sort of you know like they do with these reporters go in and go Andy Leicester till I die TV can I ask you a question oh you've let I me down there. You. <laughs> no, I thought I thought I might, but then with um, with social distancing, uh, it was a bit much. I saw uh, I saw the Sky Sports guy down there as well. And I had a quick chat with him before, but they were very, very much on uh, keeping socially distanced. Yes, of course. Yes, yeah. Um, Pete, I'm going to have to. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't cry. I was so happy. I'm a man. I think you'll find. That you're a man if you actually cry when your club win the uh, Premier League and when your club win the FA Cup after so many years because of Leicester. That's what makes you a man. That's what my real man cries. A wuss doesn't you, cry. No. You can't be. You can't be a you can't be a proper fan, Peter. If you didn't cry at that, that's all I'll say. I'm going to let you off, Pete. We all we all celebrate in our own ways. The, the most emotional. I'm not letting him off. He should have cried. He's not. He's not a true fan. I'm, I'm going to call Chris, him out. Chris, we need the viewers. <laughs> um, I was going to say that uh, the, the most emotional period for me was sort of the ten minutes after we scored, because you thought, you know, obviously mm. I thought this is going to be a tight game. The fact that we actually got our noses in front. There was that ten-minute period where it almost it sort of hit you that the reality could happen and we could actually win the FA Cup, and we mm. were ahead. And that's that was the most emotional period for me. It was really difficult to to keep any tears from going. And you know, I wasn't alone. I was surrounded by people 
at the end of the uh, end of the match as well of uh, who were yeah. just it was just so emotional it was it was this massive release and i think a part of that was the fact that we were there in a stadium as well enjoying yes. football again yeah david gamble agrees with me dead right chris i did um <laughs> you know it's banter mate it was a laugh and a joke fan since you were 10 he's 15 now though let's not you know, <laughs> he just had a very hard life if you look at his picture pete you know we're jesting you know we're jesting um he's 59 you can give me a year then mate you can give me a year on that um Enjoyed the day, enjoy the day, Craig, and what a game to share with the family. Yep, it, it, yeah. it will be. Um, it is Thanks, all getting a little bit of squeaky ass time, isn't it? Because you know, if you if you look at the um, look at the table, mm-hmm. ah, yeah, <laughs> you know, it is like oops, <laughs> you know, we it's Groundhog Day, <laughs> is what it is. It, it is, isn't it? I just don't know what, what to say. I mean, you know, we're two points ahead of Chelsea. Liverpool are coming with that that late surge. Um, you know, they, 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 they literally haven't got any games in hand now, which is a good thing. Um, but And they've got exactly the same goal difference as us. Yeah. And, and you know, obviously, if they, if they win their next couple of games, um, they'll have a positive goal difference uh, anyway. You know, the, the, I think the disappointing thing with that last-minute header was the fact that they only need to win one game. Um, yeah. if, if we lose both, one game is going to do it for them. And that's the disappointing thing. You know, without that ha- Alisson header, they would have needed to win both games. But now one game could do them if we slip up in ours. But it shows you just how important the win, obviously, tomorrow. The most important mm. thing, and I think Brendan will be, that is don't get beaten. Yes. Don't get beaten, and then it's in our own hands when we play Spurs. It so is. I mean, um, West Ham. I don't know who they played. Was it was it Everton or they drew? I believe West Ham, didn't they? They didn't. Uh, was it Brighton? Yeah, I'm not I sure, think it was Brighton. I think Brighton, it was one or yeah. Brighton. Yeah, uh, uh, but I'm just looking now. Leicester. So we we we've we've got Chelsea and Tottenham coming up, and on paper it does look the hardest. Um, the hardest running. Uh, I mean, Tottenham, they did, you know, they, they seem to be playing with that almost what I would call Shakespeare freedom. You know, when Shakespeare took yeah. over and sort yeah. of got, you know, got the dressing room back and, and mm-hmm. it seems that this guy, is it Mason? Ryan Mason, is that Ryan his Mason, name? Yeah. yeah. He seems to have got that feeling back into the club and they are playing with a bit of freedom. And that's, yeah, he- that's the worrying thing, I suppose. It is, but I mean, it's 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 almost like when Solskjaer went into Man United, there, there was nothing yes. to lose, so they just went out and played free flowing football. Yes. Um, now though, they've had a good run. There is something to play for. There's a European spot to yeah. play for. So now comes a little bit of pressure. So it'll be interesting to see. And you never know how how that news it, that that's now breaking. I'm sure they would have liked to have kept that quiet about Harry Kane, yeah. but how that yes. will affect. The rest of the club, you know, the yeah. rest of the team now, knowing that their talisman won't be there if they make yeah. Europe or whatever. So, yeah. you know, it, it, there's a lot of dynamics go on, you know, and mental mm-hmm. dynamics around football teams, and uh, it's all to play for, that's for sure. Well, Chelsea have got obviously ourselves, and then they've got yeah. Aston Villa, um, who I believe. There's no gimme. Tried, tried, tried. Well, they. <sighs> 
I mean, Villa haven't looked good. They tried to bring Grealish back, didn't they? And um, it didn't work out. Liverpool, I see Liverpool, I don't think you've got easy games here. They're, uh, no. they're away at Burnley. And that's not, you know, I lived there for, I could say, 20 odd years. And that is a hard ground to go to and get a result. Although it, it is, although, you know, Leeds found it fairly easy <laughs> at well, the weekend. They coming did. away with they a 4 0. But again, yeah. it'll be interesting. It'll be their game with with fans in as well. So, mm. um, you know, I think they, they will want, that's the end of their season. They've got the fans back in. I can't imagine yeah. Sean Dyche being too no. happy with another well, subpar performance. So I would that's imagine what they're going to say. Yeah, I was going to say that Sean Dyche, usually with his teams, if they've had a really bad loss, yeah. the team that follows it gets a bit stung. And Liverpool yeah. didn't look overly impressive against West Brom. You know, West Brom had a goal that was ruled out, yeah. or that, you know, it could have been a different game. Um, yeah, they could have easily won that West Brom. You know, yeah. They've then got Palace. Um, mm. Now, this is, I was looking on, well, I was watching uh, Match of the Day, I think it was, the other mm. night. Uh, believe it or not, <laughs> as, as you do when you've just won the FA Cup final, <laughs> Melina. Um, watching match of the day, and uh, she, she's gonna hate me, she really is gonna hate me. But, um, Palace have got that Roy Hodgson's leaving because we know Frank Lampard's going in at, at the new season, but they've got a lot of players that are out of contract, so there's a lot of mm. players, and then none of them are particularly young, they're all sort of 29, 30 ish, mm. so there's not going to be a queue of teams, you know, to, to buy those players. So they're going to want to try and get contracts renewed. Frank's going to be watching if he's got any sense. Um, yeah. I I think that could be a difficult one for Liverpool as well. Um, I think so. And, you know, they've got history as well, haven't they? I mean, yeah. when uh, when Brendan was uh, manager uh, of uh, of Liverpool and they were going for the title, they were 3-0 up at Sellers Park and ended up drawing 3-all. Uh, Yes. Uh, so yes. they have got previous. Uh, they are another team who are playing for nothing, really, so they can go out and just express themselves. So, no, I don't think that will be easy. Uh, I, I think they've got two no. difficult games. And then Tottenham have got, obviously, us on the last day, but before that, they've got Villa. Yeah. Which, yeah, I'm just, I'm just not sure about. The, the Villa, Villa kind of... It's, it, it's a bit like me, you know, on 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 a, on a first date. I peaked early. <laughs> they seem to have done that. <laughs> they, yeah, always had that problem. They um they peaked very early. They had a really good start, and obviously without great, you know, they, there's no one man team out there. But I think Villas are just about as close as you're ever going to get to that. Yeah, I've got I've got a feeling that uh, that uh, Grealish will be playing some part in the next couple of games. Um, yeah, and. You know he's he's playing for a, a place in the Euros as well, so you know I'm sure he's yeah. going to want to be on the pitch and he's going to want yeah. to show what he's made of. So hopefully, going into that last game against um, Chelsea, he can put on a show. West Brom, oh, sorry, West Ham have got West Brom uh, out West Brom, and they um, have got Southampton, and Southampton are hitting a bit of form again now, aren't they? Again, nothing to play for, so. Um, yeah. You're away with 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 no pressure. You can just express yourself and enjoy the game. You know that they, you can go one of two ways, can't it? You either um, you, you you either just turn over, you know, very yeah. easily, or you go out and show what you're really made of. And uh, 
I think I think I think you know you saw that at the the Palace game. I, I can't remember who they they beat three two, didn't they? They came back and, and won three two mm. at the weekend. Um, just sort of shows you the integrity of the of the league that nobody nobody will roll over for anybody in this league, uh, and there's no easy games. Uh, um, Pete, did you know my ex-wife at all? <laughs> just wonder where you got that. Hobbs is going one-one. We'll come on to predictions uh, in a second. Few games tomorrow night. Six o'clock at Southampton Leeds or Man United Fulham. You've got a choice of that both on on the old Sky Sports. Um, and then you've got Brighton Man City at seven. And Chelsea Leicester, obviously eight fifteen. Do what my eyes are going. I think I've, I've hardly slept this last weekend. Yeah. You know, um, Peter, don't push it now, mate. <laughs> back down, back down, Pete. <laughs> um, Terry Payne, neither team we are playing will park the bus, which will help. I mean, that's so, the thing, isn't it? You know, we're, we're not yeah. playing a, you know, that they've got things to play for, which means they've got to, uh, you know, come and attack us. Yeah. True. Um, I, I can say it's uh, you just want it. You want it in our hands going into that Spurs game. You, we know uh, Harry Kane's got a, an amazing record against us, um, but you know they are a little bit Jekyll and Hyde at the minute. Um, you know they had uh, they, they did have a great win at the weekend, but then the, the week before they lost three one at Leeds. So yes, you know they're not consistent. So. I just want it to be in our hands with our fans in the stadium behind them. Um, just give us something to play for. Yeah. Right. Let's um, have a quick break and then we'll be back right after this. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favourite podcasts. Well, you can get us, guys. Right. Going into the game. Um... It's not not a lot of difference in our form. We both lost one. Um, Chelsea lost to Arsenal. Thanks Arsenal. Thanks Molina. That that, that was a big help for us. I'm not gonna not gonna lie. I wore my red Leicester shirt and was cheering on Arsenal. Although how a player when he had an open goal and was gifted the opportunity had to score via the post. I don't know, but we'll we'll gloss over that. Uh, I mean, they beat Man City, they beat Fulham and West Ham, drew with Brighton. So there's frailties in that Chelsea side. Um, You know, maybe that new manager peak has has been and gone. Um, We obviously, you know, up to the cup final, we beat Man United. We had the Newcastle game, which that's going to live long in the memory, isn't it? Uh, Southampton, but it was 10 men. We beat Crystal Palace, we beat West Brom. You know, there's not, you know, the... There's not a fault between us, is there, really? There's not a lot. And, uh, it, I mean, Chelsea are not prolific in front of goal. I touch wood, goodness sake. Hopefully, yes. uh, um, I, I don't um, leave us open to that. But they're, they're not. I mean, you saw in those last five games, I think there was only one game where they still scored more than one goal. Um, yeah. But they're not prolific. They are tight at the back. It's just going to be another tight game, I think. And, um, again... You know, if we can nudge our noses in front, then uh, then it means that they have to come at us and leave more gaps. So uh, it's going to be a tense one, that's for sure. They, they, I mean, we both want to win it because it, yeah. there's so much on the line money-wise because obviously the difference between Champions League and Europa League is, is well known but financially. But they're going to want it that little bit more, which I, I think we can... 
not sit back, but we can take our time. You know, we can say, well, you know, you want it, you come and get it. And like you say, that's what we like. You know, when teams hit us, you know, like that, we can get them back on the break. I think the thing is, they need to win it. You know, we want to win it. They need to win it because if they don't win it, it's out of their hands. Uh, and yeah. every team, every team would want it. Their their the 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 destiny in their own hands when it comes to uh, the final game of the season. So they need to win it. Now that comes with its own pressure um, yeah. and may inhibit them a little bit. Whereas you know a win for us. Yeah, that's it. It's all over then. But even yeah. a draw is a great result for us. So, um, yeah, all the pressure's on them, to be honest. Tell you what, Pete, I, I played it back. If you go on to the, uh, if you didn't hear me on TalkSport 10 o'clock in the morning, um, tell you about 10.15, uh, it is on my YouTube channel, Leicester Till I Die TV now, um, under Leicester Till I Die TV away. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, I was half asleep and still hung over because um, on that one, I, I, they, they rang me. I'd been, I'd obviously had a, a pre-match drink on the Friday night, shall we say? And um, well, it has to be done, really, doesn't it? And they rang me up at ten o'clock and said, "Can you come on?" And I said, "Sure." Like when? And they went like now <laughs> so they didn't catch me at my best and i've had to turn them down twice I'm supposed to be on there now i said i said craig needs me in the show i can't come on so i've turned down talk sport for you craig and then obviously obviously chris if you'd have put me up as a substitute i would have turned them down um two <laughs> well and yeah. <laughs> I, I i know you're so truthful and you would never ever lie you know yeah, um, always, i'm always happy to stand in for you chris i mean it's like it's, it's like i'm your your body double anyway <laughs> you poor That's man if you're my you. body double mate you need to get help you know as i say i've got i've got the body of a god it just happens to be buddha yeah <laughs> um don't don't rob said they don't see verna playing they will come out all guns blazing um what do you think of the chelsea man who's saying our goal was a fluke <laughs> yeah well you know it, it it's we'll move on quickly from that because I, I don't think you could describe I mean that was one of the great cup final goals of all time wasn't it it was it was mm. I, I, maybe let, let's do him a let's do him the favour of saying it lost something in translation yes yes exactly um, right it's that time of the show when um, we're going to see who Craig thinks will be pulling on the blue uh, no no we can't wear blue I wonder if we'll be wearing purple again then We've got we to, haven't we? Yes. Yeah. I mean, don't put the white on, please, guys. Go out in the purple and say, "Look, we beat you in this once already." You've got to <laughs> be a we'll certain get... type of. You've got to be a certain type of athlete to pull off white, haven't you, Chris? <laughs> yes, and I am. So you know, <laughs> hey, it's uh, just because it would look better on you with your, you know, suntanned physique. You know. <laughs> anyway, moving on. We'll be back after this with Craig's uh, Craig's team select. It's, it's that time, time in the show where Craig thinks his Leicester starting eleven. Agree with him. Agree with him. Let us know. I love, I love the way that you say. Uh, agree with him let us know that's why nobody nobody lets you know chris because no one does 
Exactly, exactly. I have yet to have anybody actually reply positively with that. Right. You know? But um, quickly, a couple of comments. Uh, oh, all right, so we'll come back to the, the predictions after because we're going to go on to the predictions in a second. Um, so we're going to look at your team here. Um, he said if he can find it. And... Uh, Couple of surprises in there, but not 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 a huge not a huge surprise. Um, I think I've just I've just tried to freshen it up a little bit, to be honest. Um, hi, Chris, looking <laughs> resplendent in white, um, virginal almost, which is, you probably are these days. Um, so um, yeah, I've just decided to 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 freshen it up a, a little bit in a couple of places. Um, ideally, I. I wouldn't be playing Castagna there. I would uh, I would bring in Amati, but to play in the centre. However, I I think I think you know he probably blotted his copybook with what he did with the uh, the Chelsea pennant. And if um, Brendan is being consistent in terms of um, holding people to certain standards, then he won't be playing uh, anyway because of because of those actions. So I've put Castagna back there. I think Thomas deserves his spot. I think he's done really well the last few games. Yeah, you know he did really well at Wembley. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, in, you know, and uh, obviously he got the assist for the goal as well. But uh, I've made a change on the right. I think uh, I think Pereira should come back in, Ricardo for that. Um, Mark O'Brien did a great job. Nothing against Mark, but I just think uh, two days later, um, some fresh legs. Um, Pereira's had a rest. He, hopefully he's he's chomping at the bit to show what he can do. He's got the Euros coming up as well, so I'm sure that he's wanting to show that he's fit and ready. So I just think a, a fit and rearing Pereira um, coming down the wing-back would be uh, useful. And then I've made another change in midfield, so I've gone Indeedy, Tielemans, and I'm playing Pratt instead of uh, Madison or Perez, purely for the reason that I think Brenda will want to keep this tight. As I said before, a point is a very good result for us because it gives us the opportunity to beat Spurs and it puts it in our own hands. So I think his main thought process will be a win will be great, but don't get beaten. And I just think, again, fresh legs with Pratt, a little bit more defensively minded. Uh, hopefully the wingbacks can push on and make the extra men. But I think Tielemans, um, Pratt and indeed he may be the best route to go down for this particular game being just two days after the cup final. I'd love to see Pratt, and I think he's a very underused player. Um, but you've got three people vying for that position normally, haven't you? Perez, who Brendan likes, and you know, I mean, he didn't do bad. He didn't, you know, had a reasonable game, and it wasn't a handball. I don't care what anybody says. You could not give that as a handball, and apparently, because it it was seven seconds before the goal went in, it wasn't counted as part of the the same play. Yeah. Um, Ricardo is the one that is intriguing me. Do you think he's fit enough? Because people are saying since he's come back, he's not looked the same player. I don't. I don't think he has looked the same player. But he hasn't played for two or three games now. He was on the bench. So to me, if you're on the bench, you're fit. You know. Although you could say that about Johnny Evans. You know, he was on the pitch and, and clearly not fully fit. But yeah. for me, if, if he's on the bench, then he's there because he's if he's needed, he can get get on and do a job. And I just think, um, as I say, 
I think that because they're going to be coming at us, I just think the extra athleticism of uh, of Ricardo will do us more good uh, in getting those quicker transitions. Because when we do, when the ball does turn over, we've got mm -hmm. to be able to get up the pitch um, quicker for me. Particularly if he plays those three, which I, mean, I think there's every chance that he won't. He will play Madison or Perez, but. I think if he wants that uh, sort of shield, uh, then you're going to need the wing backs to get forward quickly. And uh, nothing yeah. against all Brighton, but Ricardo, you know, is, is clearly an, an attacking threat when he's on his game. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know, Pratt is along with um, Castagna and uh, Tillemans in the Belgian squad. Exactly, they're Belgian internationals. You know, there's no yeah. mugs and. Uh, I'm sure Pratt's been itching to get some game time, and uh, I just think this this could be the game. He's he's going to come into it fresh, and we are going to need some fresh legs, particularly if they're playing Pulisic from the start, which I I think they will. Every chance yeah. that he'll play Havertz as well, so Havertz, Mount, and uh, and Pulisic sitting in front of our back. I think we're going to need some sort of athletes um, yeah. who are more defensively minded than either Perez or Madison are. Yeah, Bookline, good evening. Thanks for joining us. Um, I missed the post FA Cup show to be honest with you, Bookline. I'm not surprised because it was at um 10 30, was it on Sunday morning? And I think yeah. that's about 5 30, and even if not even earlier in America. But again, go on to Leicester Till I Die. Uh, TV on YouTube and the show is there and you can you can even see you see Craig with a certain uh, a certain headgear on that um, <laughs> it is I, I I I couldn't even start to describe it to be honest with you it it, it has to be seen to be believed you know <laughs> um, right we're going to come on to uh, score predictions now so Peter's gone. Um, 2-1 to City. Um, let's just go back up here. Colin, uh, Steve Collins has gone 2-1 to the Foxes, and I'm glad the uh, you finally got the um, signed um, 1982 semi-final uh, programme from Steve Lynx. I know it was late coming. Thanks for bearing with us, and glad you got it. Um, Hubs here has gone 1-1. Let us have your score uh, predictions. Uh, I'm going with the same one that I went for for the FA Cup because I do believe that... Oh, somebody here, Brett's gone 3-1, Leicester. Wow. Okay. Um, confidence there, Brett. I, I, they are going to come at us. There's definitely no, no doubt about that. I haven't got all the ex-players' predictions in yet, so I'm going to have to... Um, we're going to have to wait on those. Uh, but... I'm going to go two one, which is what I went for, obviously with with the, with the cup final. But honestly, I think they're going to come at us, and I can see them getting a goal. But you know, I think there's so much at stake for Leicester, and we've got to think with Leicester. You know, Chelsea, you know, and those sort of teams. They get it. The Champions League every year. You know what I mean? It's like, oh yeah, it's Champions League. Where for us, you know, we don't know where we're going to be in the same position again next year. Hopefully, we are. But you know, I just think we, we I think think we will want this more. Yeah. No, I, I I hope so. It's it's a really, really tough one to um to 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 predict this one. Um so yeah, I know I'm 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 gonna go for a one one. I'd love us to win, but I'd yeah. I'd definitely want us to come away with something. So I'm gonna go with a with a one one and uh and um 
thanks for the uh for, thanks for the uh the, the 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 big up there on the lineup thanks even if it, even if you got your name wrong so yeah. so so alan how are you, how, how the <laughs> devil are you sir <laughs> and line, <laughs> if you get um if you do go on and, and, and watch the catch-up version of the uh we don't have a plus one here but if you do watch the catch-up on less until i die tv on youtube then you will see the lead singer of show Waddy Waddy makes an appearance of the ex lead singer. Now, me and Craig know him, you know, know that era very well, don't we? You know, we indeed. Under the Moon of Love, Little Bit of Soap, When, Hey Rock and Roll. Ah, those are the days. I think you were relegated to hero number two, um, during that little, um, that little moment that you came on the show there, Chris. Was I? Was I? I'll, I'll take being number two to Dave Bartram every day of the week. I will. <laughs> don't worry. But actually, in fairness, Bookline did all did do that straight after. But I was for comedic purposes. I didn't put it up. Thanks, Bookline. <laughs> Sorry, Craig. Uh, Scott. Good evening. Um, uh, hi, guys. Great show as always. We'll say totally agree with Craig's lineup. Don't. Don't you give him <laughs> ideas of his station. But Phil Ricardo offers the extra defensive skills and maybe O'Brien, i.e. tracking chill runs, etc. That's because, of course, yeah, whoever's on that side will be, and I think, will yeah. be playing Chilwell. And I think Chilwell, after his performance, mm -hmm. it will be interesting if he doesn't pick Chilwell again. Maybe that's saying, mm. uh, sending a message out to Chilwell. I don't know. Yeah. Peter has gone one. He said he went 1-0 for the FA Cup final. Two to my prediction, 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 easy for me to say, minimum needed is a draw for tomorrow. Um, Pete, I love show Waddy Waddy, didn't we all, didn't we all, eh? All those drain pipes and uh, and blue crepe shoes. Now, Craig remembers them from the, from, from the originally when they were out. I only remember them from the uh, 70s. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Mike. Can I just say that there's actually very few bands from the 70s that I can admit to actually liking these days. So we show Waddy Waddy. I'm safe with them. Well done, guys. And, and of course, Lester as well. Um, anyway, this is turning into the show Waddy Waddy fan club. Craig is the hero. Oh, tell you what. We're going to we're going to start uh, a a a a, um, a Craig's fan club. Um, we'll, we'll set up a we'll set up a PO box. You can do it. And we'll get we'll get little badges made. Um, have a, we'll, we'll we'll have some badges made like 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 this, like Lester till I die badges. We'll do some. Um, we'll do some. Yeah. I love Craig badges. And, uh, we'll get them that. made up, and it'll do oh, a monthly news. <laughs> I wasn't going to have that many made, mate. I don't think you're going to be that popular. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can do a monthly newsletter, and you can put a signed picture in there. You know, this, this will uh, all your fame will be <laughs> your your fame will spread beyond. You'll be doing match of the day soon. I'll tell you, um, well. Pete. I brought hey rock and roll. Did not we all did what we know? Really? What was the first? Do you remember the first Hey Rock and Roll was the first big single? But remember what the first single ever was? The first single ever. Yes. No, Chris, I'm going to have to bow down to your uh, superior age. I mean, knowledge. <laughs> Don't know with the age thing, but no. Well, of course, a, a big Leicester thing, Trocadero. All right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Indeed. I can't. I have no idea how it goes, but I, I believe was their was their first record. Which um, how did they become famous? Do you remember that? 
Um, actually, no. <laughs> we, we have, whatever you do, if you go on Mastermind, don't go on with Show Waddy Waddy as you know. New Faces. Oh, of course, of course. Yes. The, the, yeah. the X Factor of its day. It with, was uh, indeed, yes. Nina Miscal playing the, uh, the the Simon Cow baddie role, you know. And Tony Hatch, I think, was on there as and well. Tony and Mickey Hatch. Mose. Yeah. Oh, Mickey Mose. Now, Mickey Mose, he, he was he was big in the 70s. He, he owned Rat Records. But... He did, yeah. Can you remember the presenter, down... though? Sorry? Can you remember the presenter? <sighs> Derek somebody, wasn't it? Because he was on Central TV. It was a Central TV thing. Oh, that might not have been. Was it Derek? Somebody? I can Derek see him. Hobson, yeah. I was, I was, I was half right. Okay, then. Seeing as we're doing this, uh, this <laughs> musical out down memory lane musical special, uh, Tony Hatch. What theme song did he was he famous for? What theme song did he write? Um, did he not write the EastEnders theme? No, no. You're in, you're in the right ballpark. I've got to save you there, but uh, Crossroads. Crossroads, of course, it was Crossroads. Him and uh, yes. his his wife, good lady wife, Jackie Trent, I think. Yes, um, yes, indeed. Um, welcome to all our yesterdays. <laughs> yes. Like pop quiz. Here we go. You know, I think I'm running out of new faces related questions now. So, thank God we've got some comments. We were going to keep you talking then until we got some comments coming up. Uh, <laughs> After losing two in a row to Leicester City, well, we'll wait and see because he hasn't yet. But we'll wait and see what it's like tomorrow night. Uh, he doesn't look happy even when he wins. It looks like he's chewing a wasp, doesn't he? You know very well that you, you you know how these so-called big clubs work. If he loses the cup, loses the Champions League, and fails to make the top four, there will be calls for his head from the Chelsea fans. Yes. And Abramovich will probably do it as well. Yeah. David Gamble, Baileys. Whoa, yes. Oh, wow. Um, come on, now, don't tell me you haven't been down Baileys, uh, Craig. You know what? I never I never did. My no? dad used to go there regularly, but I, I never went. I never went. My I was, dad used to go there regularly. <laughs> I, I had a first date with a, lady, a girl called Debbie, who I really, really fancied. And uh, we, we went and saw Freddie Starr down there, which is probably totally the wrong show to go and see on your first date. But um, was, it, you know. was it your last date as well with Debbie? I think I had one more, but it didn't last long. I think it, it sort of sowed the seeds of, uh, of doubt in her mind. Didn't she emigrate and go to Dallas? <laughs> Dallas? You've lost sure me now. Did. I'm sure Debbie did Dallas. <laughs> To be honest with you, I, again, I'll, I'll bow down to your superior knowledge on that one because, oh, <laughs> wink, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> hey, there's a football game breaking out in the middle of all oh, this, okay. uh, <laughs> this history. Um, our field sources say Vardy will score the first, second goal. We'll, sorry, we'll score first. Second goal will come after... Right, uh, Philip, stop using words like that. We don't need whether whether we call them that or not. You're going on a you're going on a on, on a on a time out there. You, you, and, you almost had a Ron Burgundy moment then, didn't you? Yes, yeah. He, he did one earlier that said that, and I didn't actually produce it, and I didn't I didn't read that fully. I was I was thinking of Debbie doing Dallas when it when it came <laughs> up. Um, <laughs> uh, new faces, yes, it was. Crossroads, yes, it was. Um, 
Matthew Bond, better late than never, late to the party. Well, you've you've missed all the exciting talk about show Waddy Waddy Bailey's and um, um, Crossroads. I, but whenever I always want to say show Waddy Waddy in the Jimmy Savile voice, I know, I know. <laughs> it, it's we're, in we're your mind, isn't it? it Chris. We're both fighting it. We are, we so are, you know. But that's the—I don't know what the comedian's called, but that's his like entire act gone out the window yeah. now, isn't it? Yeah, um, it is. Just, just parked up at Doncaster. Are you going to the races, mate? Um, oh, Stephen Collins here was us, us two are brilliant. Apparently, we should be yeah. are uh, the. Thanks, uh, <laughs> thank you very much. Yes, indeed, we are the Morecambe Wise of our uh, of our day. Mm-hmm. And I'll say Morecambe and Wise rather than Cannon and Ball, because I think Morecambe and Wise were the better ones. <laughs> Although Sorry. some, of course, might say Hinge and Bracket. More like the two Ronnies, I reckon. <laughs> well, I can say Hinge and Bracket, and if we get a third one, we can make the doors. Yeah. Mm, yeah, 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 moving on now, Chris. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> I, did, I did go into record shop once and said, have you got anything by the doors? And he went, yeah, fire extinguisher. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I have peaked here now then, Pete. Yes, <laughs> I think I have. <laughs> yes. Someone here, great minds, Craig? Yeah, CG, <laughs> you, you and who? You and who? <laughs> um, naughty, ah, naughty Craig, you're getting told off here. Although, Sorry. there was... Um, just to sidetrack here, uh, and I do have somebody that helps me out a lot in Facebook that used to work at the club, and I'm not going to name names, but he does give me a bit of information. And apparently there was, you know, when um, Leicester in the, the 70s used to have the cheerleaders? Yeah. And there was one of those actually went on to be a really big porn star in America. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, you have your contacts, Chris. I know. I don't know. I don't know the right contract contacts or not. You know, uh, Brookline is, is what happens in Dallas. Stays in Dallas. I always thought whatever happened in Dallas, it was a dream. I'll tell you. Pete you know? <laughs> um, Pete yeah. Pete High says the two Ronnies. Matthew Bond says um, too old for me, chaps. I'm just a child. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Right. You remember Tommy? Is it Tommy Adler with the old? I'm on, I don't know. Um, Craig, you beat me to it. We're just going to say two Ronnies. Uh, yeah, hinge and bracket. Um, Melina here coming in back. <laughs> Melina's probably sat there going, what the hell have I come back to? <laughs> when I left, they were talking football. Now they're talking hinge and bracket, porn films in Dallas, and, um, <laughs> and two Ronnies. We're still giddy on our FA Cup win. <laughs> this is it. Uh, Craig, I'm never going to hear the end of you guys winning the FA Cup. I've, you know, I told her, she she said earlier, Miss Molina, she said um, that when Arsenal won it last year, they celebrated for a day and that was it. And I said, feck off. I went, there's no way we're enjoying this, <laughs> you know. Okay. We'll, we'll shut up about it when you win it again. So that should give us a good 20 years. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Craig. Put the put the bowl of milk away. That's all I'll say. Falcon's Crest was it? Falcon's Crest was what? Falcon's Crest. There was Dal. I know there was. My, my I had a wife at that time. Believe it or not, who um, who was a, a huge Dallas fan. Yeah. 
Mm. I remember one day we actually we went to, went for a walk to play tennis. It was about a fifteen minute walk, and half halfway, and this is how long ago it was. She realised that she hadn't set the VCR. My God, <laughs> do you remember those days? Yeah. So I had to run all the way back to record <laughs> to press the record button on the VCR so that when we got back from tennis, she could watch it. Needless to say, she won the tennis match because uh, I was absolutely knackered. <laughs> um, <laughs> But the, the, I know there was Dynasty or Dynasty, whatever it yeah. was, and there was, was a third yeah. one. Was it? I don't think it was Falcon's Crest. Yeah, I think but... Falcon's Crest was like the the. I'm not going to say the poor man's uh, version of it, Brett, because that would do you a disservice. But uh, it, I think it was the uh, the late comer um, to Dynasty, uh, Dynasty and Dillis. <laughs> Dynasty <laughs> and Dallas. <laughs> you, you you've been drinking, haven't you? You know. <laughs> I wish I I wish I had that excuse, Chris. Yeah. you're just giddy on life aren't you um yeah no it was falcon's crest an american primetime television soap opera that aired for nine seasons from 1981 to 1990 well brett we you know we bow to your superior knowledge and i'm still surprised you've got as many viewers still with us as um, as, as we have all my yesterdays. We're gonna, we're gonna have to do. I tell you what, we can do because we're, we're looking at themes for Sorry, sort of anyone. If anybody's got any ideas, because of course this time next week it will all be over. The season will be over, and just to say, I am not going to be doing any Euro shows because I'm really, really not bothered for. Um, Scott, shut up! <laughs> Stop mentioning that. Um, he has. Uh, he, he keeps reminding me that I actually said this. Uh, <laughs> when is your announcement towards your tattoo? Yeah, it, it's coming. It's coming. All right. Maybe, we'll just maybe we should challenge the viewers to come up with a design, Chris. No, we shouldn't. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I can see what these comments are that coming up and the ones I don't allow. We're not. Uh, we're not having that at all. Um, but I'm gonna. I was sort of. I know Craig's having a think and, and Brad is as well. And I'll speak to Josh and um, we have got sort of ideas for sort of shows that we're going to do during the summer. Cause we're still going to do shows. You're not going to get rid of us. We'll maybe have a week off and relax and, and, yeah. and, you know, try and try and, you know, remember which one's the wife and what have you. <laughs> but um, I'm, not, I say, I'm definitely not doing any England shows because I'm really not, not too bothered about that. But, if you've got any ideas about shows, then please, you know, let us know. But we we, we could have a, a, a desert island discs for uh, for the presenters, couldn't we? <laughs> we could indeed. I don't <laughs> know if would YouTube would allow it or not. Though that's the only thing. Mm. Yeah, no. we'd have to uh, we'd have to actually um, um, uh, pay money for that one, and you know, you know, that will never happen. Matthew says you're a vision show. That that's coming next week, I think, isn't it? It's back this year, and I've it is got, indeed. I've got to be honest with you. Um, I used to love the Eurovision. Me um, too. Yeah. Oh, you know, Books Fizz. I've met them. Making your mind up. Um, my wife loved Books Fizz. That's that's why I met them one time. Um, Katrina and the Waves. Here we go again. Yeah. Down down. Um. Yeah, I mean, that was when we were good at it, wasn't it? That's when people liked us and voted us. Yeah, for, that was. Yeah, that was the you know. that was the that was the end of it. Then wasn't it after Katrina and the waves? It was. It was. It uh, it all started voting for the neighbours. But actually, our our entry this year is really good. It's not. It's not bad at all. But um, mm. it won't make any difference. No, because no one likes us. 
Mm. No, we're only getting the final because we, we pay enough money. There's like four of us, isn't it, that they get in the final every year, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what, what kind of concept is that, that if you pay enough, you get into something that you can't get relegated out of? What a, a <laughs> horrific, horrific concept. It's, it's, it kind of sounds familiar, but you know, I can't. Uh, I can't think what it is. Um, Rich says <laughs> um, we we would have to sing them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Let's not go down that far. David says <laughs> quiz shows. We've uh, we have thought about this, but um, yeah. I'd, I'd like. But, I think that would be a good idea. Yeah, we may but, do. Uh, well, yeah, Craig yeah, is our ideas. Craig is our quiz master. He knows he, he's the one with 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 the questions, and uh, he supported them long enough to know the answers. Um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, Richard said it doesn't matter. Well, uh, we only get a few points. To be honest with you, it's a bit it's a bit like Arsenal in the Premier League this season, isn't it? <laughs> Boom! What can I say, Craig? It's been a pleasure as always, mate. Thank you very no, you're much. Uh, Thank you, Chris. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> I mean, we've got more viewers now than when we talk football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can, Word gets I can around. See, it is. I can see what you guys want us to talk about. You know, yeah. Crossroads in Eurovision, <laughs> Dallas. <laughs> we'll keep on. I'm, I'm up in my viewing figures here. Carry on talking, Craig. Yeah. Craig. <laughs> so, um, one one for you. Will a draw? Yeah. Getting back to football, very very quickly. Is a draw going to be good enough for us tomorrow? Uh, I'll take it as I say, because um, the main thing is go into the last game with our destiny in our own hands and a draw will do that. I'd love a win, but I'll take a draw. Yeah. Wouldn't we all? Craig, thanks very much, mate. Um, I'll welcome. see you. Is it Friday? I will see you again before the match on um, Sunday. I think it probably is. Yes, I think it is. You see me more than your wife at the moment. Yeah, I don't, it's funny because uh, she's not complaining. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? You know, Peter says Debbie does Dallas all day long. Well, she, she obviously she had stamina then, didn't she? Yeah, that's all I can say to that. Um, <laughs> oh no, we've got to get back. Lots of laughs today. Thank you, David. Much appreciated. Usual a draw means we must uh, win versus Spurs, though. Spurs, I think we're going to say, is the easier one, isn't it? You know, Bronze right. Plummer, thanks very much for popping in. Russia uh, <laughs> and a satellite states will group together for a win. And I think we're back to Eurovision there. So yeah. on that note, Craig, thanks very much, mate. Seven o'clock on Friday for the Spurs preview. And we will see you then. Thank you very much, mate. Take Cheers, care. Chris. Thanks, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye. Well, well, that show went off at, at a bit of a, a, a different angle, didn't it? You know, <laughs> so we ended up with more viewers when we were talking about porn, Eurovision, uh, and Crossroads than we did when we were talking football. I think we're just all on a total high from the weekend. I do. I know. I know. I am, guys. Thanks so much, Matthew. Thanks for your comment there. Um, three points tomorrow, indeed. Let's hope so. Hope you enjoyed the show, guys. Like I say, it did go off at a bit of a tangent. <laughs> I always said I was never ever going to do that on any. We just sort of went with it. I, I don't care this week, to be honest with you. I really don't. It's uh, we're, we're on such a high. 137 years, guys, of history. We broke it. We broke it. FA Cup winners. <sighs> 
Can we do the double over? Well, we've already beaten them, so we've already technically done the double over Chelsea. Can we do the treble? That is the question. Can we do the treble? This is Leicester Till I Die TV. Thanks so much for watching in. Don't forget to uh, give us a subscribe on YouTube. It would really help us. We are trying to build the channel. Uh, Leicester Till I Die TV. Uh, press that little subscribe button in the corner there, and uh, we would love you forever. And if you want to listen to this again, and why wouldn't you? <laughs> With the topics we covered today, it'll probably be my most listened to podcast. You can get us on Anchor, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Podcast Addict, to name but two. Guys, thanks very much. It wouldn't be the same without you. Um, as silly as it's been, it's been a laugh. Thanks very much for joining us. Now, this week we are going to have uh, some shows, and I'll tell you when they are, and I've written them down, and I can't find them now. Uh, indeed, I can now. Tuesday. Tomorrow, 7.25, we are having the pre-match show. There'll be me and Josh. We'll see what team and how many changes Brendan makes. Has he been listening to Craig? Probably not, because who does? <laughs> yeah, I saw that, Craig, you know. And uh, 10.20 for the post-match show with me and Brad. Let's hope we'll be celebrating three more points. And on Wednesday, we're doing something new. Um, we're going to pilot it for the last game, uh, last weekend of the football season, getting ready to do it next season. We're going to sort of have a chat about all the games and try and predict some scores and see how we do. Guys, give us that subscribe. Thank you very much for joining. I hope you enjoyed it, and I'll see you all tomorrow night at uh, 25 past seven with uh, Josh when we will be looking at the team for the Chelsea game. Eh, we need the treble. Oh, Good night, everybody. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. So people are on the pitch. They think it's all over. It is Podcast Network. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. 
Your mate's already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? Uh, participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.